Welcome in to the morning sports desk. We got Corey joining us over here, fresh off his game as he was, uh, as he was, uh, over in Holly and, uh, last night. He's, uh, coming on to join us now. Here he is. Uh, what day is it? Uh, it's Friday. Where am I? Uh, you're, uh, in the KWAD studios, Corey. Holy buckets. Good you, to be here. It's been a long week for you. It has been. You know what? You've Thank done. A, you. You've been putting a lot of miles in this week. Thank you. It has been a long week for me. I I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you've only traveled to DL Holly, uh, and now going back to DL tonight. DL tonight. Tomorrow will be a short trip for me. Uh, it's only you know just, just up cr- the block basically <laughs> across the street. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. That's although so when you average it out, it actually might not be so bad. Not too bad at all. No, mostly I'm just weak, like <laughs> physically and mentally. Um, you know, I just can't handle it. Well, I just can't handle the stresses that life has to offer. You know, you said it. I'm just nodding my head along with you. That's, I, I, it, the important thing is, is that you have a good support system around you. And, uh, I'm not saying you're one of those people, but it's nice to know that, you know, at least I married a good person. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting very deep on us today, and here I was just going to talk about high school basketball. No, no, no. I mean, yes, okay, we can ma- we can talk about some high school basketball very quickly, but you know we've got some other things to talk about today. Yeah, just gotta brush through. How was your game last night? Um, not very close. Holly kind of put it to Wadena Deer Creek last night. Um, it was probably it was back and forth. I would say for the first nine minutes or so. Wadena Deer Creek led for the first six-ish. Yeah. And then it was back and forth for another three minutes, and then Holly just took over. That's pretty much the the crux of it. I don't know uh, that Holly missed all game long. I've seriously, my last three playoff games that I have seen, I have seen at least one team just not miss a bucket. You know, all game long. That helps. It's it was just bananas to watch. And so, I had the Verndale Upsala game last night. Great basketball game. They met about a month ago. Yep. It was about a ten point game. Uh, and it was, I don't. The largest lead I think was Verndale had ten at one point. Upsala had nine at one point. But really, it wow. was within single digits the whole game. The first half, it was almost tied for the whole time. Like they just. Would yeah. go basket for basket. The end of the game, Verndale was able to, with about halfway through the second half, got a 10 point lead and they just kind of held on for dear life and were able to get by. It was a very, very fun game to watch. Nice. Uh, and I will say, Coach Johns, I'll, uh, I'm going to full disclosure here. Yeah. Um, Coach Greg Johnson, head coach of Verndale Pirates yep. uh, basketball team. Uh, when I played baseball, Bertha Hewitt, uh, Bertha Hewitt Verndale, he was the assistant coach at that sure. time. So I know him, and uh, so I know him pretty well. Yeah. Um, so full disclosure with that. He coached There's Willie... no full disclosure here. Everyone knows you grew up in Bertha. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the guy you replaced is from, worked here for 35 years and was from here too. You're totally fine. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally good. <laughs> uh, so he coached really well at the end of that game. I think there was a couple different plays that he kind of, uh, had the right thing drawn up, both coming out of timeouts. Yep. Uh, there was a play where Verndale was inbounding off the baseline and, uh, believe it was Brownlow was running up and down because yep. you can do that after a timeout. Yep. And 
Then Dylan Orlando runs underneath the baseline, establishes himself out of bounds, passes the ball to him, and runs out. Essentially, Upsala had no idea that was coming. Right. And they were able to break Upsala's man-to-man press uh, in the final couple minutes. And That's then, cool. So it's a three-point game then, 58-55 with two seconds left. Yep. Upsala calls a timeout to get the ball up to half court. And so... They inbound into the corner. Upsala's best player gets it in the corner, and Verndale fouls them. Sure. To make them shoot, too, because they were in the bonus. Yeah. Or at least a one and one And he fouled them in the corner as time expired, so basically the game was over. Right. Now, Upsala's coach wanted a foul on the shot, but the officials didn't give it to him. Right. But, like, what are you supposed to do as the coach? Of course you're going to want him to give it for the shot. Yeah, that was on the shot, please? Yeah. Come on, that was on the shot, wasn't it? Come on, please, please, please give it to us. So it was a great game. It was a really great win. Exciting. And now they get to take on a team in Nevis that a lot of people are guessing is going to come out of that section. So it'll be a good matchup uh, that you got tomorrow. So here's what we've got going on. Let's just I just want to run through this really quickly. Tonight on the Superstation, 8AA Girls Basketball Championship, uh, Fergus Falls versus Monaga. They're the top two seeds. They play in DL, 645 pregame, 7 o'clock tip-off. That's on the Superstation. Tomorrow on KWAD, right here, the radio station you are listening to presently, the radio station CJ and I are currently working at and on. We're talking about it right now. At least we hope you're listening. Allegedly listening to. We're doing a triple header of boys basketball tomorrow. Are you ready? 6A boys basketball from Perham. 12.45 pregame, 1 o'clock tip-off, New York Mills versus Battle Lake. It will be immediately followed by Henning versus Hillcrest Lutheran Academy, but a 245 tip is what it's scheduled for. Then Nevis will play Verndale in Wadena in 5A boys basketball, 545 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. All three of those games, again, right here on KW80 tomorrow afternoon and evening. Yeah. Going to be awesome. Going to be Awesome. So hopefully you guys like basketball tomorrow because you're going to get a whole lot of it. You don't have a choice. And Monaga Braves girls have a chance to go to the state tournament tonight. That's right. Uh, state tournament starts Wednesday. Girls basketball tournament starts Wednesday next week. Let's go. All right. Uh, so. I don't know if you heard. There's this little sport. Yeah. There's this little sport that decided, you know what, despite us saying that there's been a deadline for two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And despite our efforts to push back this deadline and up right up against another deadline where allegedly more games are going to be canceled, blah, 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 blah. We got Major League Baseball back. Yeah, we do. Booyah. Had to. You got this song, by the way, is a bop. I don't know. Bop is strong. Bop is strong. But Bop is strong, but I know what you mean. It's it does hit a little different this morning, doesn't it? It does. It's a very like you can tell this was made like around the World Series window years. This like when that was when that specific version. Yeah. It's a little bit different if you go to the ballpark. I don't think it's quite the same. Uh, but still. I love it. I love the, I love the twins theme song. Spring training games could start as early as a week from today. 
Yep. Are you ready? Are you like, is this the moment? Did you think we were going to get here? I didn't think we were going to get like, if you would have told me yesterday at like three o'clock that they were going to agree to something, I wouldn't believe it, but I would believe that they were close. I think something was coming this week, but we talked also off air uh, a couple different times with that deadline. Like they were getting really close to where all of a sudden they were going to be like, games are canceled. And then they were going to come to an agreement and be like, we found room to make this work. Right. Because both sides realize, and I think this is why they were able to come to an agreement without having a 1995-esque lockout where they missed the whole season, is they both both sides realize that they can't miss games. Players, because they want to get paid. And owners, because they want to make money. And also because they realize baseball's not as popular as it was in 95. So they're... They realized they had to play games, and I think both sides didn't want to miss out on that, and that led both sides to come to the table and get this done. It was it was very strange. You follow it way closer than I do, so uh, maybe you've got a, a better or different opinion. But from the outside looking in, it had been very strange to watch these two you know, opposing forces of a magnet. And then all of a sudden this week, there was like... You just see these stories of like, oh, they both decided to swim downstream now together. Like, yeah. it, it was, there was early in the week, there were still really no signs of it happening other than they were both walking in the same direction for the first time. Which, by the way, they didn't even start talking until like three weeks ago. Right. So imagine if the league would have actually initiated conversations earlier. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had to do this. For agencies wide open, by the way. So that leads the question: Who the heck is going to pitch for the Twins this year? Well, right now I'm available. Uh, you know, honestly, we could pencil you in as starter number four. You could be the opener. Okay, just Let, give one inning. Let's do this. But uh, yeah, that'd be fine. I would be Brad Radke esque. Yeah, only way worse. <laughs> you know, Radke would give up like somewhere between three to five runs a first inning. Yeah, if you were okay with giving up roughly. 10 to 22 runs in an inning, I think I could do it. I think you could. You know, people always ask, do you think you could hit a baseball? Uh, can you pitch? I think that's the question people aren't asking enough. Quick aside, I was watching some indoor track, like national championships, on Twitter over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I know that people say hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports, but pole vaulting's pretty freaking hard. Yeah. I mean, turns out a lot of sports are really hard. I think I would have a way better chance of hitting a 95-mile-an-hour fastball than I would pole vaulting. You know what's also... As a matter of fact, I guarantee you I could never pole vault. Yeah. Not right now. Not in my... Right now, I would have a better chance of hitting a baseball than pole vaulting. I suppose, yeah. But that's also because you played baseball. So if you, like... Let's say instead of playing baseball in high school, you were on the track and field team and you pole vaulted. Do you think you'd have a better chance? If I was a pole vaulter? Yeah. Sure, totally, but I tell you what, this gut ain't ever thought about pole vaulting, ever. <laughs> you don't want to be up in the air using only a stick to keep you uh, from falling? I'm so, I would be, every time I watch somebody pole vault, I'm just convinced they're going to shish kebab themselves. Yeah. And that seems terrible. It does. It seems like a terrible way to die with a with a pole vaulting rod, you know. Spit roasting you. <laughs> <laughs> a Cory kebab is what you're saying? A Cory kebab is a bad way to go out. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I do have a quick question, though. Let's go back to baseball here. Who is actually going to start? Who are, right now, who are 
any of the starters. I know it's not complete. Uh, so here's the three that we know are going to be penciled in. Uh, Dylan Bundy, who they signed in the offseason before the lockout. That's right, yep. Um, Joe Ryan, the guy they got in the Nelson Cruz trade, pitched a little bit last year. And oh, Bailey yeah, we o- like him, right. Yep, Bailey Ober. Those are the three. Bailey Ober, sure. It's all over now. Is uh, Brian Dunsing available? Uh, you know, maybe. Matt uh, Guerrero, Anthony Schwarzak. For us. Uh, is Duffy on the roster? Yep, Duffy's in the bullpen. Is he, though? If we don't sign anybody, he's a starter, right? I, yeah, they'll move him back again. They have, like, Dobnak. They have a couple other guys. They have a couple prospects. Dobnak. Maybe they gotta, they got to sign somebody. But that's, Matt Garza? <laughs> Kyle Loesch. Oh, Kyle Loesch. Remember him? Bartolo Colon. He's just hitting dingers right now. And, he's hitting rocks and, and avocados. In the Dominican. Or, <laughs> where is he from? Venezuela? I don't know. Venezuela, I think, is where he is from, but I don't know that. All right. I'm also I'm going to give you one more quick question. We're doing this over on the Superstation. It's our Mount Rushmore. Baseball's back. Top four twins of all time. Top four. So my Mount Rushmore. Uh, okay. All time. Uh, obviously, Harmon Killebrew, Kirby Puckett. Um, I'm going to put Joe Maurer on there. I'm nice. Gonna put a modern twin on there. And uh, to round it out, uh, let's go. Let's go, Tony O. Love it. All right. Do you want to give your top four in bail? Harmon, Rod Carew, Tony O, Kirby Puckett. All right. Well, let's do this next week, Corey. Later. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.